pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Biden, bitch, you acting like a tyrant All you do is keep on lying While Americans are dying I am a Christian man So I hope that God forgive me But I gotta empty all this energy That's built up in me Let me keep the blunt choked Hell fucking no Kiss my ass and walk up on the White House grass And tell you so, no Don't think I'm playing Biden You should be ashamed But you wake cause you a coward What happened to say the name, huh? What happened to the USA, huh? All right, we are now back, and I want to say welcome back to everybody, and I got a question. Have you guys missed me? You know, a lot of shit has taken place since the last time we recorded an episode, and it's just really gotten exponentially worse. You know, Biden is three years into a shithole of a presidency, and has anyone seen our vice president for the past three years? What has she done besides collect a damn paycheck? You know, this episode, we're going to get into this woke phenomena that has gripped our country recently. You know, we'll dig into the indictment of Trump and the Trump derangement syndrome that still plagues the Democratic Party, you know, still to this day, three damn years since he's been out of office. I want to talk a little bit about the decline in high school athletics participation that, you know, it's recently affected my alma mater. And I want to talk about, you know, the men's and women's college basketball tournament and some of the controversy that arose from the finals in each of those games You know, we'll have comedy, and of course, we'll have the never-coveted bag of dicks to give away at the end of the episode, so everybody sit back and enjoy the ride we're about to embark on once again. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! Well, I'm sure everybody's heard, but the douchebag DA in uh, New York, Alan Bragg, he indicted Donald Trump on, I think it was 40-some felony charges or some kind of nonsense like that. You know, they keep going after this guy, and he's been out of office for three years now. You know, this indictment stems from hush money he allegedly paid to Stormy Daniels to keep quiet about an affair. You know, they're claiming he used campaign funds to pay this illegally. The doubled standards are so blatant, they ain't even trying to hide it from anyone anymore. You know, what about Hillary using campaign funds illegally to fund the Steele dossier that, you know, and she was never indicted? You know, what about Bill Clinton paying off Paula Jones to keep quiet about a sexual affair? He was never indicted. You know, this case has been thrown out by federal courts based upon the evidence that is present, you know. There, there's a letter that's signed by Michael Cohen's lawyer saying that Michael Cohen paid for this hush money payment out of his own pocket, not Trump's campaign fund. Uh, Stormy Daniels herself even sent a letter in 2019 saying she never had a relationship with Donald Trump of any kind. You know, this is a political witch hunt to attempt to prevent him from running in 2024 because they're so scared of him, you know, winning the election. You know, this DA, Alan Bragg, he's fully funded and backed by the worst human being on this earth, George Soros. You know, Soros is the one that funded the BLM and Antifa riots in 2019 and 2020 that ravaged the cities in this country. You know, since becoming president in 2016, Trump has faced five grand juries. 
you know, he's been under criminal investigation with no crimes. They have his federal tax returns. His family has been tried numerous times with no evidence. And the office of DA in New York has already dropped this current case. But once Alan Bragg got in the office, you know, he reopened it at the backing of Mr. Soros. You know, how come we never hear about Biden working with segregationists to keep schools segregated in the 70s? Or how about Tara Reid, who brought accusations against Biden for sexual misconduct? Or about how Biden is corrupted by the Chinese Communist Party and is basically their puppet? Not a word is ever spoken about real issues like these. Instead, they keep the witch hunt on Trump up because they're so terrified he's going to come back and finish draining the swamp and take away the cash cow that politicians have had for over 50 years. He goes home now to mommy and he gets reprimanded and that's the end. Sorry, mommy. Sorry, mom. Didn't mean to embarrass your mom. All right, so Anheuser-Busch, you know, the makers of Bud Light, you know, they decided they don't like money anymore and decided to piss some away this week. You know, the shit is getting ridiculous as they put this transvestite influencer, Dylan Mulaney, on their can to celebrate his 365th day of being, you know, in quotations, a woman. You know, there's a couple questions I want you guys to ponder on this, you know. One, you know, how many times has Bud Light, you know, went out of their way to put an actual biological woman on their cans? You know, some of the greats that have come up through this country, you know, like like, uh, Harriet Tubman or Rosa Parks or, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know, real women that actually, you know, did something great for this country and they've never once went out of their way to put them on a can. But yet they're putting this transvestite on a can. So what's, what's the agenda here that they're trying to get across? And secondly, why is it okay to put a fake woman on a beer can, but yet we can't have an African-American woman on a box of pancake mix? This is the kind of shit that doesn't make sense, and this is why people in this country are pissed off about this. You know, it, it's how come, the, you know, no image of Maya, even Maya Angelou, the famous author who wrote, you know, and gave speeches about overcoming race relations. She was never on the can of Bud Light. You know, what about Patricia Roberts Harris? You know, the African-American, you know, first one to hold a cabinet position. Never on a Bud Light can. You know, the biggest thing is they're going out of their way to try to cram this bullshit down our throats and normalize it. But I hate to tell them, dudes parading around in women's clothing and telling us they are women and can have periods and get pregnant is just not fucking normal. You know, the definition of normal is the usual, average, or typical state or condition. For shit like this to be considered normal, that would mean the majority of the population would have to go around and pretend to be the opposite sex. You know, it's not ever going to happen. All this shit does is cause a deeper divide and open up those homosexual people to more criticism and backlash. Stop with the pandering. Haven't you learned that once you go woke, your company starts to grow broke? I mean, you took a beer that is heavily consumed by NASCAR fans and country boys and said, let's put a fag on the can. That ought to sell. I mean, come on, the sales and marketing manager ought to be fired for this asinine decision. You know, the list of companies hemorrhaging money since they went woke keeps growing. You know, Bed Bath & Beyond's closing down stores and laying off. Disney lost a ton of money once they started to go woke. Google's laying off. You know, and many more, they've all had massive layoffs and closings since they took up this woke agenda. You're, You're a fucking idiot. So here's the subject that came up this weekend. You know, because it happened to my hometown high school, and that is a decline in the participation by students in high school athletics. You know, my alma mater, Fairport Harbor Harding High School, 
They've been synonymous with high school baseball since I can remember in the state of Ohio, you know, since about the mid-80s. You know, this year they'll not field a baseball team because they do not have a, the student participation to, you know, have enough players to play. Uh, they also did not field a boys' bowling team this year due to a lack of interest. A couple years ago, they almost did not field a football team. Some of it has to do with administrative decisions and coaching appointees, but this is also a problem that's engulfed the entire country. You know, for the first time in 30 years, participation in high school athletics has declined according to a study by the National Federation of State High School Associations. You know, 43,395 less student-athletes participated nationwide this year as compared to last year. The last time there was a decline in participation was back in 1988-89, so over 30 years ago. You know, football saw the steepest decline, and the major reason that was listed was fears for injuries and head trauma. You know, all I got to say is quit being pussies, you know. It's a sport. Have fun with it. You can't be afraid of getting hurt. If that's the case, don't even walk outside your door because you could get hit by a car, you know. You know, to me, there are two reasons for this decline. You know, one is the rise of cell phones and social media, and the other one is the rise of the meritocracy that is killing the roots of youth sports. So let's tackle the first issue. When we were kids, well, most of us, you know, most of everybody listening here, you know, cell phones and social media, you know, they weren't even created. You know, we actually went outside and socialized with our friends. Every day we, you know, was used to play some kind of sport recreationally because we had the love of the games. We were outside playing sports basically from sunrise to sunset. It's what we did. It's what we loved. And, you know, that carried over to our high school athletics. You know, my graduating class had, I think, anywhere between 34 and 36. I can't remember the exact number because, it, fuck, it's been a long time. Uh, and we were lucky that, you know, the whole school, basically, when I was in school, we were lucky to have 200 students. But we never had an issue with fielding athletic teams. You know, the problem arises these days with kids just not being motivated to go outside and socialize face-to-face. You know, no kids go outside to play pickup basketball, baseball, or football for fun. You know, I drive by parks and always see the courts and fields just sitting empty, and it's sad. Kids these days would rather sit in their room in the dark staring at their 10-inch phone screens. When they do hang out with their friends, they sit in the same room with them and text them. It's like they don't know how to fucking speak with each other anymore. We as parents, we need to do a better job of getting our kids off their lazy asses and get out and enjoy life. You know, the second is the way parents and students, they treat high school sports these days. You know, they treat it, you know, parents have recognized that athletic success can burnish college applications. Sports have come to resemble another pre-professional program with rising costs, hyper-specialization, and massive opportunity hoarding among the privileged. You know, before kids even enter high school, they're participating in youth sports programs, and these have become a massive pay-to-play machine. It's now common practice for higher-income parents to pull their children out of the traditional community youth leagues and write massive checks for them to participate in super teams that travel to other communities and play. You know, while this isn't a crime, you know, it does leave local public leagues decimated. You know, they have fewer players and fewer resources, and as a result, many of the lower-income players lose the sports habit and simply stop playing by the time, you know, they get to high school. Another issue is the specialization of sports. Parents want their children who are athletic to pick a sport and concentrate on it solely. You know, this means fewer kids available for high school teams. All this added up to me is the reason we have a decline. Us as parents need to quit allowing our children to just sit in their rooms and stare at their phones. 
We need to force them to socialize and be more active outside the house. We also need to quit living our sports dreams through our children and forcing them to focus on just one sport. Play all sports. Get involved in as much as possible while you're in high school. You only get four years and then it's gone, so live it to the fullest. Team! The team! Go team! Go sports! <laughs> so now we've come to the actual sports segment of the show. I know a little bit of sports was talking about in the last segment with the decline in participation, but now we're going to dig into a little bit of the sports that we usually get into now. You know, but it's not going to be like the traditional sports section that I've covered before. Instead, I want to focus on the sportsmanship in both the men's and women's college basketball tournaments. You know, both tournaments were great and unexpected, and that's what most of us loved about college basketball. You know, it's so unpredictable who is going to win, and it's hardly ever who we think. But with that being said, there was some disappointment for me. You know, in the men's championship game, UConn played amazing, and their run was awesome. But something happened at the end of the game that irritated me. The clock was running down, the game was over with like 30 seconds left, and UConn had the ball, and their coach was waving his hands, telling the team to hold the ball and take a shot clock violation. You know, so I can't remember the player's name, but with like three on the shot clock, instead of running it out like the coach told them to do, he drove and take a shot. Now, he didn't make it, but he did get fouled. You know, something like this also happened in the Florida one of the Florida Atlantic games. You know, where the player for FAU took the ball and tried to do a windmill dunk as time was expiring and the game was over. You know, this type of nonsense is Bush League and left a sour taste in my mouth watching the games. You know, now for the issue that's gotten most of the discussion the past week, and that is the incident with Caitlin Clark from Iowa and the LSU player Angel Reese. Now, Caitlin Clark is an amazing talent. You know, probably one of the best women basketball players I've ever seen. But some of her antics just aren't necessary. There's a difference between trash-talking and taunting, and her waving her hand in her face to opposing teams was taunting. I didn't care much for it. You know, the controversy happened, though, when LSU beat Iowa in the championship game, and Angel Reese chased down and followed Caitlin Clark around the court in closing seconds, waving her hand in front of her face and pointing at her ring finger. You know, totally uncalled for and disrespectful for, to the game. You know, I heard people say, why does she get backlash and not Caitlin Clark for doing it? And let me tell you the difference. Angel Reese, you know, chased her down and followed her, doing it for the last 30 seconds of the game. It was deliberate and retaliatory. That is the major issue. Just because Caitlin was disrespectful, the argument people are making is Angel Reese should be able to be disrespectful also. Basically, they're saying two wrongs make a right. Respect the game. Trash talk during the game, but don't go overboard with the disrespect. So I know before when we were doing these podcasts, uh, we used to, you know, have a section where I'd tell you some funny headlines or some stupid police blotters and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm going to change it up a little bit here and I'm going to find funny jokes throughout the week and I'm going to share them with you. You know, nothing too bad, nothing, you know, nothing off base, but just a little humor to try to lighten things up since we're always serious with the stuff we talk about, so... Here's a little joke I found I wanted to share with you guys. You know, a farmer's boy woke up and went to the kitchen to get breakfast. The mother told him he would get it after his chores were done, so he stomps out angrily and heads out to clean the chicken. While going about it, a chicken pecks him and he kicks it. He goes to the pigsty and when one pig knocks into him, he knocks it back. He went ahead to milk their cow and while close to finishing, the cow kicked the bucket and spilled the milk. 
so he turned around and he kicked the cow. The mother saw everything and told him no eggs because he kicked the chicken, no bacon because he kicked the pig, and no milk because he kicked the cow too. So while in the house, he saw his dad come down the stairs, and when a cat almost tripped him, he kicked the cat. So the boy looked at the mother and said, should I tell him or will you? All right, so now we've come to the never-coveted Bag of Dicks Award. You know, we had a couple of nominees this week, and I was sure that Alan Bragg was going to take it. But then came in the Anheuser-Busch catastrophe to take the trophy. So this week's winner is the Chief Marketing Officer for Anheuser-Busch, Marcel Marcandes. You decided to take a beer and make it queer. This may be the worst marketing stunt ever. You decided to alienate about 95% of your client base. So for caving into the whole woke agenda and pushing transsexuals on the normal people, you, sir, can eat a bag of dicks. Suck a dick, eat a dick, eat a whole bag of dicks. Suck a dick, eat a dick, eat a whole bag of dicks. All right, well, that's all we have for this episode. But uh, we're going to be back in business, everyone. We'll be coming out with an episode every two weeks, so look for me to drop another bombshell on Sunday evening here in two weeks. You know, I'll be asking for the listeners to drop some questions or what they want to hear about in the Facebook group, and look out for that. And, you know, until next time, stay vigilant. Keep your eyes open, and always read between the lines. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God. One nation under God. Indivisible with liberty justice for all fuck biden bitch you acting like a tyrant all you do is keep on lying while americans are dying i am a christian man so i hope that god forgive me but i gotta empty all this energy that's built up in me let me keep the blunt choke hell fucking no kiss my ass or walk up on the white house grass and tell you so no don't think i'm playing biden you should be ashamed but you ain't cause you a coward what